0: What is up, Dodgers Nation? d here, and it's a special day because I'm joined by the world's foremost expert on sports uniforms, Mr. Paul Lucas. You can follow him on the X at UniWatch. You can also subscribe to his Substack. When it comes to uniforms, this guy has forgotten more than most people have ever known. Paul, we thank you so much for joining us today, my man.
1: Happy to be here. What can, I, uh, what can we talk about uh, uniform-wise? It's time for Dod-
0: many times this team brings my heart out i'll never stop loving the los angeles dodgers think blue bleed blue and i'm out so we can talk about this dodgers uniform that you look at the new authentic and the first thing i want to ask and kind of get into is the Dodgers jersey script. If you look at the front of the new uniform, Otani was the first one to sport this back at his press conference in December. And you see there used to be the break between the O and the D. Well, now it's breaking through the D on the placket. What can you tell me about that?
1: So basically when Nike took over major league baseball's uniform contract in 2020, they kept using the same tailoring pattern that Majestic had been using for many years prior to that. And they and that's maintained that that was the case through 2020, 2021, 2022, and 2023. Same tailoring pattern, same fabric, made in the same factory. It was literally the same thing, only with a, a Nike swoosh on it instead of the, the Majestic logo. This season for 2024, they're introducing a new tailoring pattern or template or chassis, they like to call it. And so it's a different fabric. And it's uh, the seams are in somewhat different spots and you'll see the collar looks a little different. The cuffs, the sleeve cuffs look a little different. And the placket, which is uh, that's like the fancy name for the, the strip down the center of the jersey where the buttons are, is a little narrower and it has it doesn't like overlap the, the part the top of the jersey that overlaps, you know where the buttonholes go over the buttons, it doesn't overlap as far. And because of that, it changes where the script lettering for every team, not just the Dodgers, if you have lettering that goes across the the chest of the jersey, uh, it changes where it breaks. And the Dodgers had a choice. They could either maintain the size of the script and the positioning of the script, but have it break in a slightly different spot, or they could maintain the break, which was between the O and the D, uh, and adjust the size and the positioning of the script. And they chose the first choice. They wanted to keep it the same size in exactly the same place. But that means it doesn't break in the same spot. It now breaks through the O. Uh, or, no, I'm sorry, through the D, through the D, which looks really awkward. We saw it at the Otani uh, press conference. Um, and you're gonna see it, especially like in, during games, like for pitchers, because pitchers like flex as they, as they throw the ball, right? And you're going to see that that split D is going to look kind of weird. And that's a very deep in the weeds kind of thing that maybe only serious Jersey geeks care about. But, um, you know, that that's how I make a living (laughs) catering to those people. uh,
0: Paul, call me crazy, but I've been losing sleep over this, too. And my big question is, why mess with perfection? Why mess with the iconic Dodgers uniform? And is this all performance based?
1: Uh, well, the idea behind the the new template certainly is that it's a little lighter. Um, you know, we hear this uh, from Nike and from other manufacturers, not just in baseball, but in every sport, right? Like, oh, this one is three percent lighter and it's more moisture wicking. They're going to like have an anti gravity jersey at some point. Like, <laughs> like how much lighter could it be? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but supposedly, yeah, it's like a little bit lighter and performs a little bit better. But yeah, the Dodgers really did have a pretty perfect looking jersey. And uh, that's one, you know, the, the break in the script is just one of the changes they're making um, because all the teams now, not just the Dodgers, the, the number fabric. So that's the fabric for the little red number on the front of the Dodgers jersey and also the blue number on the back um, is no longer solid fabric. It's going to be like little. It's like a mesh. It's like a fine mesh with little perforations in the fabric, again, to make it a little lighter, to make it a little more flexible so it's not stiff. Uh, you can't really see it uh, except if, if you're up close, um, but you will see it, uh, you know, if you if you buy an authentic jersey or if there's like a close up on TV uh, during the game. And also the numbers are a little smaller and the lettering for the player's name on the back is a little smaller. So all of those changes. And that's not just the Dodgers thing. That's a Nike thing. That's like throughout all of Major League Baseball for twenty twenty four.
0: Yeah, and I don't know what bothers me more. Is it the split there on the D, or is it the perforated numbers, the smaller numbers? But when you look closely, you see all those little white dots, and that's really what made the Dodgers uniform pop. That's what made it special, those television red numbers. And it also feels like the shade of white isn't truly that wedding gown white. Am I crazy, or does the shade look a little more closer to cream?
1: Yeah, that's another thing like Nike has done. and I really don't understand this one because obviously there's no performance based reason for it. Um, and I haven't really heard an explanation is that all the white home jerseys, again, throughout Major League Baseball, not just for the Dodgers, are slightly off white now. And if you um, like hold up a, a jersey from last year next to one of the new ones, you can see the difference. It's not a full on cream like what the Giants wear, the San Francisco Giants home uniform. That's a true cream. Uh, so it's not that off white it's it's sort of in between the the regular you know the old white and what the giants wear um and i've heard some i've heard mixed opinions on that some people um like that it, it feels a little more like the old flannels which were slightly off white uh, and other people sort of like yourself want that true uh wedding gown white um but again it's it's not just the dodgers thing it's a nike thing
0: Yeah, I've seen it up close, and it definitely isn't cream or anything like that, but it definitely, if you go side by side, one of the things that the Dodgers were most proud of is that they almost had this special way to have the whitest uniforms, that wedding gown white, and you contrast that with the Dodger blue and the red number, and that's what really gave it that pop, but Paul, I was at Dodgers Fest a few days ago, and I was thrilled because one of the first things I was looking for was what jerseys would the players be wearing. And it was clear that they're wearing the old template. Now, is there any way that maybe the Dodgers can go with that old template? Are they maybe considering using that old template or are they going with this new version?
1: Yeah, I was surprised at Dodger Fest, actually, that all the players were wearing uh, the old template, uh, basically jerseys from last season. Uh, especially since we've seen them, as you said, with the Otani press conference, use the new template in some public settings. And so I'm not sure why they did that at Dodger Fest. And I had the same question you had I was like, oh, are they rethinking this or kind of walking it back? And I did check with the team. And while they didn't explain why they did that at Dodger Fest, they did confirm that they are indeed going to the new template for 2024. So uh, if, if that's what you were hoping for, I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news.
0: Well, one thing I was thinking was, Paul, was when you look at NFL uniforms, right? You have teams that are always updating to the new templates. But then there's that one team, the Green Bay Packers, where it's clear they're using the old template. And I think for the collar, you see the mesh. Is this a situation where one team in Major League Baseball can go to Nike, can go to the league and say, you know what? No, we're going to use the older template because it fits our jersey aesthetic, or do all teams have to go to it based on the Nike contract and things like that? I mean, how can the Packers do that, but not the Dodgers potentially?
1: It's true. When Nike took over the NFL uniform contract in 2012, um, there were several teams. At that time, I believe there were four teams that chose to stay with what was essentially at the time the Reebok tailoring and the Reebok fabric. Um, all of those teams eventually went with the, with the all the Nike innovation features, except the Packers. And you're right, the Packers still are essentially wearing a Reebok uh, uniform with a Nike logo on it. Um, and... That's an odd situation, and I'm not aware of any team uh, in Major League Baseball that has tried to do the same thing or asked to do the same thing. Um, I do know uh, the Dodgers, uh, I was told, did ask, you know, could we you know, maybe hold off on some of these changes? And we're told basically, no, this is how it has to be. Like, you're going to do it this way. And like, yeah, If, if you're looking for like a loophole or an escape hatch, I don't think there is
0: one. So is it all about that point zero 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 one percent of just being a lighter Jersey? Is this Nike trying to be cutting edge, but they're not considering the aesthetic because to me, I mean, it just feels like, and I hate to be the old man, yells at clouds guy. Right. But I mean, back in my day, we had majestic jerseys. It felt like the quality, which is better. I've owned a Nike authentic. I've owned several majestic Dodgers authentic. Is there a big drop off in quality when you look at the traditional baseball authentics that we've seen for the last couple of decades?
1: I guess it depends on what you think of as like what constitutes quality, um, you know, it, it does it again, performance is the ultimate thing, right? It should be about what the players, uh, how it performs for them on the field. I think part of this for sure is, you know, if, if you already own a Jersey and then Nike comes out, well, you know, here's the new, they're wearing the new template. So the one you own is now sort of obsolete. Uh, so a lot of people are gonna go and buy the new one. So that's part of why they're doing it is that it drives sales. Um, and part of it is to, you know, have their own branding and say, oh, this is our collar. This is our number, you know, with the perforation it's our, it's, it's, it's the Nike, Nike spin on an MLB uniform. Um, but I, you know, if you're watching the game on TV, which let's face it is what most of us do, right. We're not going to be up close at, at the, you know, in the front row at the ballpark. Um, is it still going to look like a Dodgers uniform? I would say, yeah, but again, I think the biggest, the biggest thing that people are going to notice is that break on the script.
0: Yeah, especially when you have players that are losing. Remember Justin Turner a few years ago, he probably opened that thing up and buttoned the bottom button. I mean, when you start to see the in-game action, I mean, when it's all buttoned up, you don't really tell the difference that much. But I think in gameplay, you're going to notice it a little more. And I think it's crazy, Paul, because for me growing up, the ultimate sign of wealth was if you had a glass backboard basketball hoop right? If you had the 64 crayon set, or if you had the authentic (laughs) Jersey, right? That was unheard of the authentic Jersey had to find the store wherever it was. Now I'm almost thinking, wait a minute, do I want the takedown? version over the authentic Jersey. I think that's where I'm starting to be at Give me the $174 version and the $300 version based on those perforated numbers, based on the split in the placket. And I understand performance. You get it. We saw a couple of years ago in the NBA, you had the scallop jerseys and wasn't a big fan of that, but I understand the performance element. But what I can't understand is the shade of white. It just does not make sense for me. It's, it's,
1: it's a puzzler. Right? I agree. <laughs>
0: I mean, I don't get it now. I want to ask you real quick before we head out of here, a couple more things, the Jersey ad patch. Now we've seen certain teams go to it right away. And there's certain teams like the Dodgers that have not had that ad patch. It had been my theory for literally two years that the Dodgers wouldn't sign that contract until they signed Shohei Ohtani because of the value that would bring them. Now, any news on a potential ad patch for the Dodgers?
1: No, I haven't heard anything about that for the Dodgers. um, Although I know they were, sort of looking into it. Teams usually don't broker these deals themselves. They usually hire uh, a branding agency to shop around to to find a partner for them. Um, And I know the Dodgers had partnered with a a company uh, to look for a potential advertiser. I think your point about waiting uh, until... Uh, they signed Otani. It makes sense because obviously that makes uh, makes the Dodgers more valuable. It makes the, it's going to be so much more international exposure that they're going to get Japanese exposure, and so that's going to be much more attractive. Uh, unfortunately, to a uniform advertiser, uh, and I say unfortunately because I'm someone who does not like ad patches on uniforms. Uh, but yeah, right now I think we're at the point where slightly more than half of the 30 uh, MLB teams. Uh, have done it. So we're at like 16 or 17 teams, something like that. And uh, But the Dodgers so far have not taken that step.
0: Yeah. I mean, you look at the financial boost it can provide, especially with Otani. It's tough to avoid going that, the temptation to look, if you're a fan out there saying, okay, you don't want the add patch. Well, then you don't get this player. I think the fans are like, okay, give me that player. Let's go over the luxury tax. Let's go to that future threshold right there. But I me mean, look at the Dodgers uniform. It is one of the best uniforms, one of the most iconic uniforms in sports. Paul, I just wanted to run down really quick. My top 10 MLB uniforms. I wanted you to give me a grade. Don't be shy to, if you want to give it an F you can, but here we okay. go. You ready? Okay. All time or current? Current? Uniforms just currently. Or... Currently. All time. Okay. We go into the weeds. I'd be, I'd be pulling. I mean, I'm a big late '90s, early 2000s. I'd be probably talking about Diamondbacks sleeveless. I'd be talking about Marlins with Sheffield sleeveless. I mean, even that red sleeveless with Griffey, I was kind of into. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. For some reason, I was a sucker for those all time. But currently in Major League Baseball. This is where I'm at. So the honorable mention is the Seattle Mariners. Only issue is I think their alternate is better than their home and away, but always have the nostalgia for Griffey. But coming in at number 10, I got the Chicago White Sox. I'm always a sucker for black. Big Dr. Dre fan with the White Sox hat, right? I've always loved their uniform, very clean. Then coming in at number nine, the New York Mets. Of course, you know the connection with the Yankees, and the Brooklyn Dodgers, and the Giants, the pinstripes. thing it looks really clean right there. And then coming in at number eight, the Toronto Blue Jays. I think they have the most classic-looking expansion jersey mm-hmm. in Major League Baseball history. I love the hat. I love the lettering. looks so just oozes Canada right there. Then number seven, you have to go with the Boston Red Sox. Classic Fenway. I think of the monster when I see that Red Sox uniform. Number six, Chicago Cubs. The red, the blue, the pinstripes, the big C. Wrigley Field, rookie of the year. I got them coming in at number six. And then my top five, top five. Oakland athletics. I've always mm-hmm. loved the Oakland athletics uniform. Maybe it's because the shade of white reminds me of the Dodgers white, but the yellow, the <laughs> green always loved that kid. Ricky you you can see, you know, was...
1: I love yellow and green. Cause those are the,
0: I almost think I read a few years ago. You had the Packers as the top uniform of all time. Am I crazy? Was it? Uh, it, it depends on which day you
1: ask me, but like the, usually i say, uh, St. Louis Cardinals, are my like favorite uniform of, of all time in any sport, but the Packers are often my number one for the NFL. yet.
0: Okay, so a little tease for the rest of this list. So we got <laughs> Athletics at number five, four to me, the most underrated Jersey that people don't talk about enough. The Pittsburgh pirates Jersey is so clean. The yellow, the black, I love the black alternates. I love the Pittsburgh pirates uniforms. Then coming in at number three, of course, you got to go with the New York Yankees. The Dodgers did have pinstripes before the Yankees did, but it's iconic. You think of baseball, you think of that uniform. Then number two, There's where your birds on the bat are the St. Louis Cardinals. I think that blue St. Louis Cardinals Jersey is possibly in the conversation for best uniform in all of sports. And then of course, maybe you can tell by my background and my shirt, I am a little biased here, but coming in at number one, I've got my Los Angeles Dodgers and it's the wedding gown, white. It's the red number. I think for me, it's, you see a lot of uniforms. It's the smallest usage of another color where you just see red. That's it. The only thing that's red on the Jersey is those beautiful numbers. The Dodgers script, I think is so iconic. The Dodger blue, you include to silver and black with the Raiders purple and gold. I mean, it's just one of those iconic uniform colors. And those are my top 10. So if you could just grade my list and look, you can be a tough grader. It's all good. You're not a PE teacher, anything like that. You could grade <laughs> my list, Paul.
1: No, no, no. That's a very solid list. I say that's a solid a minus list. I would have let's go. I would I would have put the Mets a little higher. And I say that in part because I'm a Mets fan, but also because I, I really think they have great uniform set. Uh, I would put I would, as I have mentioned, I would put the uh, the Cardinals at number one. Um, I would probably put the A's a little higher. Uh, but I, I think my my 10 teams would probably be the like, if not at least eight of your 10 would be in my top 10 as well.
0: Oh man. I'm so proud of myself. And honestly, this list is heavily influenced from reading you for honestly, as long as you've been doing it, because I've always been a big fan of your work, big fan of baseball uniforms. You mentioned the Mets. If we're doing the all-time list, man, after the Dodgers traded Mike Piazza, I was so upset. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, man, he looks pretty cool in a Marlins uniform. Oh damn. He looks really cool in that black Mets uniform. So <laughs> those black Mets uniforms, I know they brought them back. Those are definitely, I'm all about that. I think, One thing you, I think you mentioned the, the idea of teams going to gratuitous black, right? How some teams. Yeah. Yeah. We call it, we call it black for
1: black sake.
0: Black for black sake. Is that a black for black sake? (laughs) Yeah. And then also, I mean, how about the late nineties, early two thousands blue top Dodgers uniforms they wore for think blue week. Would you actually Mm -hmm. like to see them bring those back as a normal uniform? Of course you have the city connect uniforms, but do you like that idea? Or you're like, nah.
1: Uh, I kind of like that the Dodgers don't do like there's a few teams that don't dabble in that, you know, in the like the solid color top like the Yankees. The Tigers, oddly enough, have never like for one day. There was literally one game when they wore a a solid color alternate top and the Dodgers have never done that. Uh, So I sort of like that, you know, they have their own, you know, they do it their own way. They don't just do what every other team does. But I would say if they had to have a a solid color top, that's pretty good looking top.
0: It's super clear. I'll never forget reading your article about Kevin Brown against the Pirates, where he made them wear the batting practice uniform that had LA, and it was the first time in like a million years that he didn't have a Dodgers script. So, yeah, of course, I can nerd out about uniform stuff all day long, but we appreciate your expertise, your insight into the update on the Dodgers uniform. I'm not happy about it. Hopefully it'll be like everything else. We just kind of get used to it. But hey, mm-hmm. I'm definitely not going to let this one slide. But thank you so much, Paul. We appreciate it. And um, of course, if you haven't yet, subscribe to his Substack, go to Uniwatch, blog, go follow him on Twitter, Mr. Paul Lucas. Thanks for joining us here on Dodger's Dugout. My pleasure, man. Thanks for having me on.